Hi, welcome to the Theta Game Podcast, the official podcast at ThetaGame.com. I'm your host, Juni, and thanks for tuning in. These are only my opinions, and anything said in this podcast or future podcast should not be considered financial advice. I have stock positions in AMD and PayPal. Today is also June 12th, 2022, and I'm recording this at 11.53 a.m. Thank you. Okay, so first of all, I want to apologize for missing the last week of, of the podcast. Um, yeah, I got COVID. Uh, COVID <coughs> really sucks. <coughs> and I'm trying to make it through this episode without dying. <laughs> um, but I'm doing a lot better than I was doing a week ago. So when I first caught COVID, um, I had this like pounding headache. And all I could really think about doing was just sleeping because I knew that if I was sleeping, I wouldn't feel the headache. Uh, And I don't get sick often. Like I'm one of those people that get sick like maybe like once a year or once every two years. And so when I first got sick, I was just kind of like, ah, you know, this is just probably my like annual sickness. Um, But then it kind of sucked more than like anything that I've ever had. So I was just kind of like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll just go get tested. And then went to go get tested and I had COVID. Um, so yeah, uh, a pounding headache and I was just sleeping all day. Um, couldn't really think about much any- or much of anything else because of just like how annoying my head pounding was. Um, and so that happened uh, and that put me out of commission just like out of like trading out of working out of, out of basically doing everything all i could do was just sleep um but some crazy things that have happened um and maybe not so crazy to other people because they're just like oh duh that's supposed to happen but um things that i noticed firsthand was diet coke actually tasted really bad uh during like that those first initial maybe like four days Something with my taste buds definitely happened, um, but I didn't notice it for, like, my other foods that I was eating. Um, So, like, I would drink, uh, I don't know, like, orange juice or, like, a Jamba juice, and it would taste normal. Like, it just would taste fine. Uh, And then, you know, I I just didn't really crave Diet Coke at the time, but I still just drank it anyway. So I, I crack one open, I drink it, and it just has this really funny taste where it's like I can't necessarily taste the artificial sweetener of the Diet Coke. And so all I was left with was like this chemical water, which I'm sure what Diet Coke is. <laughs> Those that don't drink Diet Coke are just like, yeah, that's what it is, Debbie. <laughs> um, but it, it doesn't taste like that anymore. Uh, my taste buds for Diet Coke have come back. Uh, so I could just kind of, here, let me just take a... Yeah, I mean, it, it just tastes like Diet Coke now. But wow, that was really ultra scary because I thought that there was a possibility that that could last forever. And so I'm just like super grateful I could taste Diet Coke. Um, is there I mean, is there anything else that was super, super nuts? Uh, I could sleep on command now. Like right now, if I wanted to, I could just take a nap. Um, some of you might think that's just totally normal. Uh, let me mute that, sorry. Uh, some of you might just think that's totally normal, uh, but I'm definitely not a napper um, by any means. Like, I just, I'm not a fan of sleeping when I could be doing something. 
Um, <laughs> so, so you're like, didn't you go to college? <laughs> I used to nap during college, but I don't necessarily like nap anymore. Um, but anyway, uh, like right now I could just nap if I wanted to. I feel like I'm just tired all the time. Um, but besides that, I'll, I still have some of my cough. Uh, my nose could be a little runny, but it's nowhere near the um, the level of sickness that I uh, was enduring during the first like few days of COVID. So I'm glad to be back. Uh, I I'm planning on streaming this Tuesday. Uh, I feel like I need a show face. Um, and then uh, yeah, I, I hope to see some of you there. Um, but let's get into today's episode. Uh, just quickly going into this week's earnings, which look extra boring, uh, by the way. You have Oracle after close on Monday, uh, and then before open on Thursday, you have Kroger, and then after close on Thursday, you have Adobe. Um, but besides that, yeah, earnings are pretty, pretty dry for this week. So something else I noticed, um, like right before I got sick, I had stayed up uh, pretty late to like three or four in the morning on like two or three days in a row where uh, I was working on the strike picker, which I did get out right before I got sick, but I couldn't talk about it in the podcast after. Um, I'm talking about it now, I guess, but if the I had to skip the next podcast because I did get sick. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was kind of interesting too. I think sleep is pretty important, um, but wow, I was like so zoned in on making sure that I finish um, the strike picker, as, as I was so close to it, I was, I was already talking about it a few times on the podcast already. Um, but yeah, it's out now. Um, what it is, is that when you upload a trade, or when you're uploading a trade, uh, when you pick uh, your strike, it will now autofill with uh, the available strikes for that date. So I think it will help a lot with mistakes um, when you're like entering in your strike. Um because some people get confused uh, a lot of times when they're uploading like a few trades at one time where they will put the premium instead of the strike in that input field. Um, but this will just be one more level of like, oh, you know, just checking if you're putting in the right value because, hey, you're putting in a premium when you should be putting in a strike and maybe uh, the values will reflect that. So just one more instance um, where the trade logger will you know, help you out when you're uploading trades. Um, I think it's a little bit better of a experience still of uploading your trades to an Excel sheet. So you know, trying, trying to really lean into you know, what the strengths are of the, the platform. And I think definitely having one central place where you get to upload your trades and other people can believe your trades, I think is really, really important. Um, as you know, everyone's quickly finding out that not everybody is good at trading stocks, right? Like um, the last, I'd say like two years maybe, uh, it just seemed like you could pick whatever stock you wanted to pick and it would go up and everyone looks like a genius. But uh, as everyone's like quickly learning, um, you know, it helps to be able to look at a person's like trade history and see, you know, what types of trades they do during turbulent times, what types of trades that they do during less turbulent times, and see if they uh, have a trading system. Uh, in other news, uh, something that I've missed to cover, uh, because the last episode did not happen, was holy moly, uh, Amazon split 
the 21 uh, split happened uh, like a week and a half ago or two weeks ago. And oh, Jesus, <laughs> I never thought I'd see the day where Amazon is trading a three-digit number. That is that is just so weird to look at, honestly. Um, will I start trading it? Probably not. Um, I just, yeah, I, I just don't see myself trading Amazon right now because I have so many other stocks like AMD and PayPal to focus on. But, uh, dang, you know, I, for those that have listened to the podcast for a long time, you know that I've always wanted to write a covered call on Amazon, but this just isn't the same. <laughs> this is definitely not the same. Um, Amazon has gone down since the split, um, announcement. That's what I'm seeing in these headlines here too. And I could quickly confirm. Yeah. Uh, it was trading around like the 2,800 area, um, and then as of at least this picture, yeah, it's gone down all it's touched down to like the 2200 area and then, you know, the split has happened and, uh, now the stock is chilling at 109.65. Wow. 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 Anyway, um, another thing that another stock that I wanted to point out was, do you guys and girls remember the the Shopify stuff. So Shopify has been getting beaten up like crazy, right? And so um, because the stock has been going down, um, the CEO, uh, Tobias, was like, oh, you know, I, I can't believe that um, analysts are able to do this or do that or, you know, you know have these sort of projections. Like, what are, what are these projections for? And, and so they he put, like, this, like, bet on himself – and Shopify, where he put like a $10 million buy order, which I'm not even sure went through or not, or, you know, because you could put a $10 million buy order to buy Shopify for a dollar. But if that, if Shopify never becomes a dollar, then your order never gets executed, right? So um, I just want to say that like, whenever I read headlines uh, that have to do with anything with like, okay, I'm just going to go out and I'm just going to bet against myself. And then that gets people to invest into your product. Like any, any sort of news that is in that realm, I'm not a huge fan of. And so, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people that got really hyped about buying Shopify stock, especially after reading that Toby, Tobias was like betting on himself, which is great, right? Like, you want your CEO to be to believe in the company, um, but that just it just was not the move in my opinion. And um, you know if the stock continues to go down, then you're just kind of stuck with investors that are just left with their hands in their pockets, saying like, "Oh, you know, I thought I thought you put a ten million dollar bet, um, but." It's not to say that the stock won't stop going down. It's, that was just someone that was just upset at you know the current market movement of their own stock, and they wanted to, you know, kind of just show face. But that's just not the type of environment that you want to be trading in, because then you know it goes it goes hand in hand with like joining a hype like that. That is all hype. There's nothing fundamental that changes about a company when a CEO says, hey, I'm going to double down on my stock position. There's there's nothing really fundamental um, 
that you know makes e-commerce seem uh, safer, uh, a safer place to invest in, or um, uh, is just you know like the macros don't change because a CEO doubles down in their company. I guess that's the most straightforward way I could say it. So as you see, like a lot of these other stocks come under pressure, um, just be wary of like uh, understanding like when when you're joining a stock because of hype or if something fundamental is actually changing about the company. I also do want to say as I as we're wrapping up today's ultra short episode or ultra short update is probably a better word. Um, I want to say that I'm grateful to be trading a particular style that doesn't require me to like look at my terminal 24/7 because I just could not <laughs> I just could not do that this week. Um, I, I mean, I'm still having even trouble just looking at it um, now. But like, just to say, you know, if I was trading a different style where it, it was more active, I can see that being a lot of pressure that I, you know, would not want when I'm sick. And so I, I have to say that this is this uh, trading style is not only COVID proof in the sense that, um, in a metaphorical sense because I did trade through the crash of COVID and the rally of COVID. So in that sense, it's COVID proof, but it's also COVID proof in a sense from a, from a disease standpoint. I mean, I caught COVID and my portfolio is doing just fine um, despite not having like looked at it uh, for like a week. So um, yeah, just a reminder of that there's like a lot of pros um, of just like having a strategy that isn't so hands-on because I know you know a lot of you uh, like to touch your trades a lot and meaning like you know if things start to go red you like to you know micromanage your trades or if you know things are going well you like to add on more you like to be very very flexible and you like to have a lot of input on just like where your trade and trades and where your portfolios are going um, but here's just a weekly reminder coming from someone that um, is directly benefiting from the passiveness of the strategy that selling contracts and just buying uh, shares is really, really stress-free. Um, yes, I understand that my portfolio is also going down because you know the, everyone's portfolios are basically going down, but I have to say that the unadded stress of having to manage a portfolio when I'm sick is really, really appreciated right now. So find your little wins, find your, find your, find the silver lining. Uh, I know I found mine this week, and um, I'm excited to see where the market goes next week. Um, I'll just be ramping up my activity just a little bit more and more as uh, the the days go by, and uh, I'm excited to get over this this COVID hump. And so, yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, I'll go ahead and make a longer episode, uh, you know, next week or whenever I start really, really feeling 100%. But um, I am more than certain that I will have a podcast, or not podcast, a stream this Tuesday. That's going to be um, 7.30 p.m. Pacific time at twitch.tv slash realthetagang. I'm going to go into the outro. Uh, thank you all for listening. Um, my update is that I am back. I am well. I'm not 100%, but I'm definitely getting there. Thank you, and bye-bye.